Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Bridge Radio. All right, guys. Uh, good evening. This is uh, me, Will Martinez, and of course, my co-host, as always, Jay Colosi. Jay, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Oh, it's just another beautiful night here in sunny South Florida. You know, <laughs> dodging the bullets, taking the arrows kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear you, man. Thanks for uh, joining me, of course, on a live episode of Dark Fringe Radio, which I am super excited about. And so um, tonight we have a really cool topic we're going to be getting into, of course, so we're going to be getting into the Black Hat Man, uh, which is actually a phenomenon that's... Um, you know, not widely um, talked about, but it happens a lot more than what we think. Um, it's very common. So uh, it also has a lot to do with a lot of other things, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, but I wanted to remind everybody how you could, of course, catch all our episodes at Dark Fringe Radio. You can go on our website, which is darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Uh, right there, we have all the links for all the sites there. We have over 80 episodes now, Jay. So what? Uh, that's crazy. You're full of shit. No, no, not at all. I mean, it's crazy, full of man. Shit. Man, over, eight, <laughs> over 80 episodes and available on all your streaming services, yeah. of course, uh, that uh, you catch all of your other shows and music on as well. So make sure you go on there. You give us a rating, a five star rating and leave us a comment. That really helps us out with the advertisers. So please go ahead and do that. Uh, that's all we ask. So very simple. I Please. want to thank uh, Emily Menshouse Stakely. She's also uh, streaming this through uh, with the Frick Live uh, uh, page as well. And another one of her paranormal pages, I think it's paranormal 434. Um, but thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate that. So spreading the word of Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, but uh, tonight, Jay, um, you know, I didn't uh, have anything for As the World Burns. So I wanted to kind of uh, get into uh, with everybody here is one of our segments that is uh, pretty popular with a lot of people. Um, and, uh, of course, we have to get into what the F Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lickworth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. And uh, Jay, I mean, Will? explain what the F Florida man, if you could. Uh, what the F Florida man is uh, a segment we do where we highlight just how screwed up our southern state can be. Uh, we are a one-of-a-kind state that has one-of-a-kind problems. And sometimes we make national news, and by sometimes I mean on days and why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of the times, right? Yeah, and it's very, yeah, it's a very interesting uh, segment. So, uh, Jay, please take it away. What do you have for this week for what to uh, – not excuse me, not what to watch. We'll get into that later. But what the F Florida man? What the F Florida man? Uh, we know, William, the, uh, the election – or Armageddon, whichever you believe, is pending. <laughs> Civil War. Uh, there, it's possible. It's 2020. Who the hell knows? Anything is possible this year, right? Anything is possible at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that being said, we know that their census is out 
Florida man arrested for threatening a census taker with a gun. Wow. He's taking it seriously, huh? What's the yeah. story here, Jay? Uh, so he was arrested for using an assault-style weapon to threaten wow. a sex, uh, census taker who had come to his house uh, for the nationwide count of every U.S. resident. Michael Cooper, 32, was arrested Monday after threatening a census taker, Johnny Sweeney, uh, according to the police report. Neighbors told deputies that Sweeney's U.S. Census Bureau badge was clearly identifiable. Uh, identifiable excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that 28% get me. <laughs> uh, when he approached, he approached Cooper, who was sitting on the porch of the Those are not election results, by the way. That's something else. We'll, t- we'll get into that later. But go ahead, Jay. <laughs> we, we don't have to talk down about that, sir. <laughs> Sorry. He's we'll up ahead. there, guy. Proceed. Uh, so Cooper yelled at Sweeney. So guy yells at uh, the census taker to leave. Loaded the chamber Ooh. as the as the census taker got back into the white, uh, into the car with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, they heard shots fired out. That's when they called the cops. Wow. Wow. And so, you know, a lot of people may or may not know, but if you do something against a federal like worker like that, yeah, that's like that's federal crime. That's a federal crime. Yeah, right there. You're going yeah, to like prison time. So man, what an, idiot. what an idiot. I mean, why would you even do something like that? I mean, he didn't want to be counted. He felt like he was more than the sum of his parts. No, what it was was that he was hiding something in that goddamn house and that he didn't want nobody to know what was in it. So that's like assault was. rifles. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe a lot of cocaine. Uh, what city does this happen in, Jay? It didn't say. Oh, it didn't say? Oh, well, that's okay. Somewhere in I'll Florida. That's fine. That's, I'm sure it's somewhere. Hey, that could be here in Boynton. You just, you just, well, I mean, God knows everything is possible in Boynton. Boonel. B U N N E L L. Bunnel? Boonel? Oh, Boonel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Boonel. Yeah. 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 Boonel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that on the sticks, basically. So I could see how that could happen, man. Man, yeah, another great story for what the f Florida man. And- Hi, my name is Olympia Fonseca. I go by Oli. Um, I am a Reiki master, and uh, welcome to Dark French Radio. There's over, ladies and germs. It's Let's get into our main topic tonight, which uh, everybody's kind of excited to talk about. And, you know, I, I kind of dropped this topic on you and, you know, you started doing your research on it and uh, you started finding out a lot of stuff about it. Um, you and me both. I mean, I knew a lot about it before, um, you know, because I'm always looking into this kind of stuff. But the black hat, man, this is um, a very, very interesting subject because this is an individual that a lot of people are encountering. This is uh, something that, you know, of course, um, uh, that people have been encountering for a long time, number one, and it's much more widely spread, uh, not just here in America, but all across the world um, about this individual that they're seeing in their sleep or waking up in their yeah. sleep. Jay, could you give me a little bit of what you know so far about the black hat man? Well, I know that he actually goes uh, much farther back than, than most of the night demons that we've, we've talked about or have heard of. Um, or that you might have looked into, he is fairly consistent with his description. Uh, he'll sometimes he travels by himself. Sometimes he has people that uh, there are, are subordinates that go with him. But it's the shape and the form of it, I think, is most interesting. And the fact that 
uh, as you look back, it, it's always been consistent. With all these other demons, they all kind of transmorph or change somewhat depending on the area or regionality. But this guy, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, you know, and it's been, you know, very numerous people, you know, have claimed to see this um this individual in their sleep or waking up in the middle of the night. I mean, it's a phenomenon that was so widely spread um and that got so much attention that you know, they actually even came out with a website. It's called the Hatman Project. And what it is, it's just like a joint kind of thing where people share their experiences of, you know, yeah. when they've, you know, witnessed this particular individual or demon or whatever you want to call it. Um, right. But of course, you know, it always is a shadowy figure that shows up when you're either sleeping or you're falling asleep. Um, and of course, uh, you know, people want to go ahead and automatically divert to the demon side and say it's a demon or maybe an entity, which in some aspects it could be, um, you know, demons can take all kinds of forms. Uh, they can yeah. take forms of children, um, loved ones, and I'm sure creepy. they could take, yeah, very creepy shit. And they could also take the form of a, you know, man in a black hat. Um, but again, this is something that has been, you know, transformed into something else as well, as far as another phenomenon, which is of course sleep paralysis. And right. You know, this is a really interesting subject because, um, you know, I've heard of so many people that have actually suffered from this. My mother suffered from this um, at one point in her life. So um, what do you know about sleep paralysis, Jay? Well, I know uh, that it's when the body enters its, uh, its REM cycle, it's normally paralyzed. But for some of us, the mind doesn't fully shut off before it hits the REM cycle. Right. And then that's when essentially your brain is awake, but your body is for all intents and purposes asleep, mm -hmm. which causes an elevated heart rate. It causes uh, feelings of anxiety because you're laying there pretty much mummified. You can't move. You're paralyzed. You're immobile. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't not control your limbs. That's got to be a very disconcerting feeling. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, for instance, I mean, I mean, just, think about lying there not being able to move and just being awake at the same time. And I mean, it's <laughs> how much more, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How much more terrifying than that could, you know, be than that. I mean, and of Pretty course bad. it correlates with the black hat, man, of course, again. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about how the black hat man has been adapted as well into other yeah. things. Um, yeah. Like for instance, you were talking to me about, one of your particularly uh, infamous movies that <laughs> you are not such a big fan of, but me, 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 me. <laughs> hey, listen, can we bring up Nightmare on Elm Street? Well, oh, hey, listen. Well, tell us about how that all fits in together here, Jay. Well, all right. So this has some some layers for me personally, friends. When I was four years old, my I have an older brother and older sister. Mm -hmm. uh, who are six and eight years older than me. Uh, and they're very big into the horror genre. Uh, so I, I grew up watching some horror films. And Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, still this day, it, it just scares the bejesus out of me. Uh, there's something so visceral about being asleep and having someone come to you that no matter how powerful your imagination is, they're that one step ahead of you. Uh, there's, there's no way out of it. There's no way through it. They're all powerful, and they, they attack you when you're, you're most vulnerable. I mean, just the whole thought of it is awful. Right. Um, so when William proposed that we do the Black Cat Man, <laughs> I already – I know now that he knew <laughs> then 
exactly what kind of feelings it was going to stir up in me yeah. now. Mm. So, uh, as soon as I started reading about it, of course, I, I hearken to Freddy Krueger. That's <laughs> that's what he sounds like. He's got a hat. Right. He comes mm-hmm. to you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. He's scary as fuck. You feel like you're paralyzed. You just you can't uh, you can't move when he's around. I get it. it. It's awful. It's terrible. It's terribly awful. Yes, it's um, it's it's amazing how they've been able to uh, you know adapt that into characters like that, Freddy Krueger. You know what I mean? And um, there's also a series on Netflix. It's called um, Haunting on uh, Hill House, I believe. I believe so. It's um, the first part of the series of Haunting of Bly Manor. But anyways, long story short, um, the too late. <laughs> the uh, the main uh, owner of the house, William Hill, um, he comes back, and of course he dons a nice black hat and there's a lot of sleep paralysis stuff that happens during that show uh, very good series by the way i recommend anybody if they're into that kind of stuff to check that out it's on netflix i know jay's not into that kind of stuff um hi emily thanks for joining us tonight really appreciate it thank you so much um, thank you emily yes yes and thank you for sharing all the stuff i really do appreciate that also uh jay when we we're talking about the black hat man you know, other cultures as well. It happens, um, like we were saying, all across the world. Um, of course, you know, what I found kind of interesting is how the Japanese have uh, kind of um, interpreted this particular uh, phenomena. They t- completely say it's a demon. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. You know? Right. Yeah, they just take right. it. That it's, you know, they, they compartmentalize everything. So anything that happens in their lives, they, there's a certain deity or demon for that, you know, just like in kind of like almost kind of a parallel to kind of paganism in a way where there's like a God for sun, there's a God for the moon and all that stuff. So um, a lot of the times, you know, the, there's a lot of similarities in that. And, you know, they're, they, they believe it's a demon. It's, you know, and a lot of people, Makes think sense. That, um, they have been oppressed by this particular, you know, black hat man. Jay, did you ever have, or do you think you've ever had it, an experience with the black hat? You know, you know, I think I did. Um, and I was thinking about this as we were doing this research. I've maintained um, my entire life, and I haven't really told a lot of people about this, uh, but I'm pretty sure that when I was a kid, I had this very strong memory of laying in my bed. It was late at night. Uh, I was getting ready for bed. I might have been six or seven years old. And I saw a shadow over my bed of, it was like a black head with this, with a hat. Right. Much like, like Freddy Krueger would wear. And of course my, that's where my brain went, but I didn't see Freddy Krueger's face. All I saw was the shadow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I think I did. Uh, I hope I, I don't have to again. (laughs) Do you recall, um, I know because it was a long time ago. You were a kid. Yeah, it was. Um, do you recall that if you had any type of sleep paralysis while that was happening? Like, did you feel like you were frozen or? I did. You did? Okay. I did. So if it went right along. It's like how the accounts of everybody else had actually have had that same type of uh, phenomena. Yeah. Oddly enough. Oh, that's so crazy. Well, again, you know, when we're talking about sleep paralysis, you know, um, again, people have different views on it. A lot of people think, yeah. it, you know, it could be d- d- demonic. Um, you know, some people think it's just a uh, a mind thing that, you know, you just have to kind of train your mind not to do. So, I mean, it's really interesting how somebody, you know, how different people take it different ways. Um, yeah. But talking about your experience, you know, which is really interesting and in how you have had all the same, you know, experiences, you know, that correlate with that. 
I also had an experience when I was probably like eight or nine and I was staying at my cousin's uh, house, my aunt's house. And um, I was staying there for the night. Um, one of my, my closest cousins, if not my closest cousin. And um, I remember that night um, I ended up sleeping in the living room because the okay. couch was super comfortable. It was like one of those huge couches and okay. I could have slept on like a little cot on the floor and my, you know, or like a little bed next to my cousin versus having this huge couch all to myself. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take the couch. So anyways, long story short, I'm sleeping and I wake up and I see an individual, just this black shadow, it, yeah. a man with a hat. Um, and then I just saw it getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to me. And I remember closing my eyes, you know, just wishing for it to go away. But, having that same type of feeling of being paralyzed and not being able to move. Um, yeah. Again, it's, uh, it's that feeling now, that you'd never forget. You know what I mean? Have, have you, do you, have you ever felt like you were attacked in a dream? In my dream? Yeah. Oh yeah. Have I've you ever some, been asleep I've, in a dream? I've had vivid dreams before. Like <laughs> you're going to hear this shit. <laughs> I've had like please because I, right. I I have one I have one also <laughs> okay so listen I've had vivid dreams all my life and I don't dream very often this is something that certain people know about me I don't dream very often but when I do super vivid and it's like always bad and always crazy um, like one of the most recent ones that I had it was um I was on an airplane and it was at night and all of a sudden um, the airplane starts going down. And it starts going into, um, because it has to land, an emergency landing, like this fucking road with big pine trees on the side. And as we're getting lower and lower and lower, the pine trees start hitting the wings and start ripping apart the wings to the point where it's just the, the capsule part of it. And we're just going down and we finally hit the ground. And both, like it just, for some reason, the plane just separates in half. Yeah. And I'm on one end of the half and there's the other and I can see the other part just falling, like going away and just turning and just all this amber felt and fire all over the place. Those are the kind of dreams that I have, man. <laughs> you know what melatonin, I mean? Melatonin, sir. Yeah, melatonin. I, that's why I, melatonin. I, something, but those are the dreams that I have and very vivid and um, just always just like that. You know what I mean? It's always. So like, I dream, I dream all the time. Hmm. And I do have a lot of very, but I, mine are also very vivid because I was, again, so afraid of Freddy Krueger when I was a kid. I actually learned <laughs> how to figure out when I was in a dream or not. Right. Like, I'm pretty good at picking up on it pretty fast. And then from there, I can kind of control certain things. So, but I remember uh, there was this one night I was, my kids were, I want to say five and three at the time. So my mm -hmm. kids now are, 16 and 14 mm -hmm. back then they were, they were like five and three mm -hmm. and it was raining and everything was black and white. There was no color whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I was standing in front of this, uh, like this apartment building. And I went to this guy that was standing underneath the street light. And I said, uh, have you seen two little blonde kids and right. turns, holds up the Kruger hand and goes, scissors got them. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! i literally flew in the building started tearing down walls yeah finally i realized i have to be asleep i'm, I'm asleep so yeah, yeah i wake up and i roll over to uh my then wife now ex-wife and uh I say hey 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 
Can't wake up. And she rolled over, and it was still Freddy Krueger. I was ah, still fucking asleep. You were still in the dream. <laughs> still asleep. Yeah, yeah. Awful. And then finally I was able to shake out of it, but I did. Like, I felt paralyzed. Mm. Like, I, I felt like I, I knew something wasn't right, and I, my body was moving, but it wasn't the way I wanted it to. It was weird. Yeah, it's amazing what your mind does when you fall asleep. And yeah. uh, again, you know, when we're talking about the black hat, man, this phenomena is actually believed to actually be something in our psychosis from many years of just being afraid of somebody in a black hat. Like, for instance, like, you know, when did black hats were invented? Hundreds of years ago, you know what I mean? And, you know, if you're going to be some kind of person hiding in the street, how are you going to hide your face, conceal your face with a hat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So that kind of thing over, you know, generations and generations and generations and generations kind of gets programmed into our DNA. That's what they believe. Some people believe. And that's why we have this kind of psychosis of the black hat, man. Um, so, I, you know, that's also another interesting take on it. But um, yeah, man, dreams are something else. I, I would like to, you know, you know, talk about that a little bit more. Uh, Jay, because, you know, again, we, we talk about some of the craziest dreams. You know, I've had some crazy dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some i'll tell you another one so i've had a dream this is a recurring dream by the way this is a dream i've had at least i would say three or four times um in my life um so it's always the same so it's taking place in a desert right okay and then there's this fucking convenience store out in the middle of the desert with gas pumps and everything yeah it's out in the middle of nowhere right and then there's, there's an abandoned school bus that's parked like behind it to the side and a bunch of like old cars that were like smashed. It looked like they've been demolished, like from, you know, one of those track, like those, you know, car compacting things, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. So the dream proceeds where there's a gang coming to the actual store. I'm outside and I'm watching all this happen and they're right. shooting up the entire place. Guns just a blazing. Not fun. Not fun. So I run to the bus. This happens every time. It's the same way. I run to the bus to go to cover, right? Sure. Because that's yeah. where the closest thing I'm at. So I'm going to go to the bus. I run to the bus. And I stay there. And I kind of peek my head out. And I see these guys just shooting up the whole place. And then they take off. And so I go out of the bus to go see if there's anybody that needs help, right? So I go into the store. And I start looking around. And I see a person on the floor, bloody shot up and just, you know, all over the place. And next thing I know, one of the gang guys comes back and throws a grenade inside the store. Not cool, man. <laughs> and all of a sudden I just feel, Not I cool. see this explosion and just this heat hit my body and like my yeah. chest and my face. And I feel myself just going back, you know, yeah. backwards like that. And I can feel, and then I wake up later, like in all this rubble and it's just always the same way. But, those are the kind of dreams that, you know, unfortunately that I have sometimes, you know, they're so vivid. And again, it, you know, it correlates with the black hat. And tell me another one of yours, Jay. I'm kind of curious. So I'll have a lot of dreams. Um, so this, this month marks 21 years I've worked with kids. Right. And I'll have these dreams. The ones I have that are reoccurring, I'm at one of the franchises I've worked for, the one I worked for for seven years continuously that will remain nameless. Uh, I don't work for that company anymore. Right. But I have these dreams. I'm back there and I'm looking around going, why am I here? I don't belong. I don't remember getting hired back. Right. I don't know the curriculum. I don't know where any of the equipment is anymore. 
Uh, and it's just that, that terrible feeling of being unprepared. Uh, but it's, it's so visceral. I can feel the mat on my toes. Mm. Uh, it's amazing how powerful your brain can be with the, that sensory. You know, you can, you can smell it sometimes when you're yes. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I had a, a dream about my dad not too long after he passed. I could, I could smell. My dad had a very um, unique aroma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like palm and coffee palm and coffee and <laughs> yeah like lumber and sweat <laughs> it's sweat yeah, right? yeah, yeah concrete yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah so but i could smell my dad yeah yeah uh you know so dreams are are powerful powerful things i've had dreams have you ever had a dream where you realize it was a dream and then you realize that you could fly and you actually flew no i wish i could do that those are the best those are the yeah, best. I've never had that. Those are the best. I can't always do it, but I, there are a couple of times where I'll, I'll feel myself on top of a building and I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what's happening because yeah. otherwise why would I be on top of a building? Well, that's funny. You just said that because Emily just mentioned that um, she said, how about dreams about falling? You know what I mean? Have you had that? Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. I have a, a weird thing. Um, <laughs> I twitch right as I fall asleep. <laughs> like a reset button. Just, just, wig out I, I think so right I think so because th- i'm like this for the moment i wake up to the moment i go to sleep i might get four to six hours of sleep a night uh mm. but yeah as i fall asleep for all i'll just be like you know there i kind of wake kind of the same all of a sudden i'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> weirdest thing yeah 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 well that's actually happened to a, a co-worker of mine um i'm no mention no names mentioned but um he actually fell asleep at work the other day. <laughs> and you know how when you fall asleep, like how you were talking about, and all of a sudden it just, you know, they just jerk like that. Yeah. 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 That, but he was in one of these kind of chairs, like these office chairs, and he almost fell back. <laughs> no, he almost fell back. He didn't <laughs> fall back. But I started laughing my ass off. I couldn't help it. I was like, whatever you were dreaming or whatever you felt jerked you right out of that seat so fast. And he started laughing. I started laughing. But yeah, man, dreams are a trip, man. Um, again, uh, I've had some dreams where I was being chased by the cops, man. And I don't know what I did. I had that actually happen to me. And then waking up and thinking, oh, my God, that was all a dream. Thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I've had that dream. And those are just, those are the I've vivid ones. I've had dreams where we were trying to get out of Atlantic and there were terrorists there. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking, no. like we were Steven Seagal and under siege. <laughs> like Columbine? Yes. Oh, no. Like there are terrorists all around us. And we're trying to figure our way out. I've had a couple where you were in there like that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Crazy now, what do you think, Jay, you know, since we're on the topic of dreams and you know, how the hat man, you know, intertwines with all this, what, yeah. what's your, what's your belief on dreams being, you know, kind of like um, harbingers of messengers, you know, messengers, you know, of things that are going to happen in the future. Have, have you uh, heard something like that? I have. I've actually had a couple times where, I mean, it's nothing major, but I'll see something in a dream and then I'll see it a day or two later. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that dreams are definitely capable of being me- uh, messengers or, or some kind of foreshadowing. Um, I believe wholeheartedly that there, that there isn't something beyond where we're at now. Uh, and that's how it communicates with us. Because I've had multiple dreams where uh, I'll be sitting with my grandmother. Mm. Uh, my grandmother and I were very, very close and we're having conversations. I'll have that dream a couple times a month 
or it's just her and I catching up. Like, we're literally just shooting the shit. She's in a wheelchair. We're on her patio in store, but we're not on her patio in store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the it's weird thing, how but... it is like that, right? Like, it's, you yeah. know, feel like that's what it is, but it's not it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I've had play, I've had a lot of dreams with my dad where I know for sure my dad's visited me because mm-hmm. he just likes to make himself known. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. I mean. Bastard. Hey, we caught an but, EVP. We caught an EVP. That's all I can say. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah. We did. His gruff ass voice. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff there. Um, yeah. So I, I think, yes, I think dreams can definitely be intersections of uh, dimensions, time. Universes. There's something going on there that's beyond our ability to comprehend. Yeah. Definitely. We won't get it until we get there. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, also that. Um, you know, we're talking about dreams and, you know, them being able to predict the future in the Hispanic culture. They're very big on dreams being able to be uh, interpreted for things of the future, um, especially um, when it comes to gambling and things like that. Um, they really take that seriously. You know, like, for instance, like if you dream a dog, you know, like in your dream, you know, it means a certain number. Um, and then if you play those numbers, maybe like on the cash three or fantasy four or five or whatever the hell, you know, you might be able to hit it. You know what I mean? That's how they, yeah. like in, in the Hispanic culture, they're really, some of them are like that. You know what I mean? Uh, no. They, <laughs> you know, but it's interesting Adios because mio. it's interesting because they have like this whole book. It's interesting. Right. They have this whole book and they say, you right. know, this, if you dream this, you have, the, it's like a dream book, just like, you know, how you interpret, you know, dreams, same exact yeah. way, the but book. they, they put numbers associated with it. So again, okay. you know, you could use those numbers to your advantage, hopefully for, you know, success in life or whatever the you know, case may be. But another interesting take on how, uh, you know, dreams can influence people in life. Jay, you know, now, have you ever, have you ever had a dream so powerful that you woke up from it and you feel like something in you changed? Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's sometimes where you dream certain things and you just like, you experience it that you know you can only experience through a dream. Yeah. It's not feasible in real life. Yeah. I, I do f- believe that, yeah, you, I've, I've had that happen, yeah. It's changed me. Some things, you know, just do that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, certain things is just you can't help it. I don't, I don't believe you just can't help it. Again, talking about the black hat, man, um, if you guys have any questions for us, please let me know. I'm right here on the chat. Choose, um, I can't see again. the chat. I, I know you can't see the chat, but I can. Um, Nina, she's actually a um, she's actually a person who actually came on our podcast. She was actually a past uh, guest. Uh, we Sweet. interviewed her uh, regarding her on uh, her part show, Paranormal Nightmare, uh, that she appeared on uh, regarding right. her uh, ghost experience or demon experience uh, that she uh, had. But she says, "Yes, uh, my grandma dreamed about numbers, and she would use numbers uh, for lotto." So there you go. See and that's there's validation right there. Um, makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, Jay, have you ever had like a uh, past animals come back to you in your dreams? Like a dog yes. that passed away or a cat? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, I have my, so I, uh, actually not too long ago. Cause mm-hmm. I, I have a dog. Mm-hmm. I just got my little Latina dog. Paloma. Uh, <laughs> Paloma. Who, <laughs> I just realized the other day that Spanish is her first language and English is her second language. <laughs> Palomita. Oh, wow. That's Which the is funniest the cutest, thing. Yeah. It's part for the course of my life. Friends, that's 
William will tell you that's part of the course of my oh, yeah. life. That's oh, just yeah. how my life works. Absolutely. So, um, when I was a kid, I had a dog, and it was the only other dog I've ever had in my life. Stretch and Stretch was so lazy he wouldn't eat. Mm. Uh, and not, but a few months ago, I had it. Well, I guess it was almost a year ago. Cause right after I got Paloma, mm. I had like a mini anxiety attack. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with a dog? Right. I've I've never had a dog since I was a child, and and uh, <laughs> that night I had a dream about Stretchy, and uh, it was all good. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how they come back in your dreams, man. You know, like um, yeah. I don't even remember my, um, my mom's old dog Benny. You remember mm-hmm. him? I yeah. remember Benny. Yeah. So um, he came back to me in my dream probably a year or two ago, and you know, it's weird how they just come back all of a sudden. You know, these spirits of these animals that have been in your life for you know yeah. a good portion of your life. Um, I think they just kind of get um, attached. Attached. Yeah, yeah. It just all kind of emulates together. You know what I mean? Yeah. They become a part of you, and it's just they, they'll follow. Yeah. You to the next life so i really believe that emily says uh, stretch lol she, said, she liked that name <laughs> well that was he got the name because that was the only thing he would do my dad oh, bought really? him in the 80s yeah my dad was a construction worker and mm-hmm. in the 80s men brought their dogs to work so right. my dad had a buddy whose dog just had a litter and so he took one of the boy dogs and uh stretchy did, got that one week of work uh, and after my dad refused to bring him back because apparently my dad would have to carry him from job site to job site because he just refused to walk. <laughs> Lazy dog. They would huh? take him. They would take him back to play with his mom. His mom uh-huh. would run around the entire house, and uh-huh. Stretch would wait for her. They run, and as soon as they got to the end, the mom turned to go around. He stopped, tried it back, waited, and did it again. Mm. We would have to dump out his food because it would get infested with ants because he just wouldn't eat it because that's just how lazy this dog was. But. Right. Every day I came home from elementary school, that dog had jumped two fences to be in front of my door. I had to put him back in the backyard every single day. Yeah. Every single day for kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that, there you go. Great those, dog. Are the, those are the things that they do. They get attached. And, you know, again, that spirit of that animal will always be with you. You know, um, Emily mentioned something as well, which I thought was um, uh, pretty interesting. Past life dreams. You know, that's, that's deep. Have you ever felt like you were like in a different body or something like that? Or I've never I, had anything like that myself. I can't say. I've had dreams, dreams where it felt like it was a life that should have been. Mm. So I'm me, but right. it's like as if I hadn't hit a particular fork in the road, mm. what my life would be like. Mm-hmm. And it does. It feels, it feels super duper real until I realize that things aren't quite right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've had, so not, not past lives like, I've had dreams where I'm other people, mm-hmm. but I, I never associate it with like a past life. But gotcha. this, it, it does. It feels like, like there are dimensions that are, I'm getting to take part of that our timeline doesn't, there's not canon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, that's interesting. I've never had that happen actually to me. I've never had that experience. Um, um, one thing I do experience is astral traveling sometimes. Um, and that's a pretty okay. interesting thing um, because you're able to visit other people in your dreams, you know, give messages, um, let them know that you're thinking of them um, yeah. some fashion or way. And it, that's a very interesting thing because I still don't know how to, I don't know a hundred percent how to work it. It's something right. I'm continually like trying to figure out how to do. Yeah. But if I concentrate enough and I know if I put all the right energy into it, I know that I can do it. And I've done it before. 
Uh, so it's really interesting how even that is possible in your dreams. Um, another person, uh, Ashley Erdman, she uh, mentioned uh, my uh, old girl who was 26 years old. She passed and visits me all the time in my dreams. So there you go. Um, another nice. person having another validation of, you know, animals passing up or coming back up in their dreams. So that's really interesting. Um, it should have been. That's interesting. Should have been. Yeah, that's, yeah. Emily, yeah, that's Jay's had some really cool stuff when it comes to his dreams. So have I, um, you know, just different things though. Um, you know, it, it is interesting that everybody has these different types of phenomena in their dreams, uh, whether, you know, it's sleep paralysis, again, talking about the black hat man. It, again, it's something that is a phenomenon that's happened all across the world for hundreds of years now. So this is not something that's, yeah. new. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like an old story that has been recycled over and over and over again. Um, and just, yep. you know, been reiterated in different ways like how we talked about in hollywood and so on and so forth so <clears throat> let's see all right so um i think that's good enough for the black hat man jay um another segment that i kind of wanted to bring up here too which is something that we do here on dark fridge radio is um a segment that we do which is called uh what to watch and that's the segment of course uh that we do where you jay of course gives us uh you know a little bit of a um recommendation on things about you know what to watch like things you've seen on tv or whatever maybe even the movies well not anybody's going to the movies anymore but you know things that are out right now uh so jay uh what do you have for what to watch this week so my what to watch this week uh is on netflix there's a uh, mini a mini documentary series or, or docu mini series there you go that's it yeah <laughs> um all about the challenger Ah. Uh, and it's called it's called uh, Challenger: The Final Flight, and they talk about um, how the Challenger kind of how the whole idea of civilian astronauts mm-hmm. uh, were going to play out, and how they picked those astronauts, and what their backgrounds were, and all the things that were leading up to ultimately that day, right? Uh, where the Challenger exploded, and then they continue along to the fallout the investigation and some of the very questionable choices that were made and some of the things that seem like they're downright conspiratorial, sir. Yeah. Um, actually, um, when you started talking to me about the challenger, um, a lot of all this old research started popping up, you know, um, when I started really getting into, you know, the, uh, conspiratorial side of, uh, you know, all my research, but yeah, there's a big theory out there that these people didn't even die, that they've continued to live their lives even under the same names um, and gone on to, you know, live normal lives and continue to be professors in colleges. And as crazy as that sounds, there is some validity to it. Um, And so that could be a whole new podcast, Jay. I mean, just to talk about the challenger alone. I mean, what grade was that in Jay? What, 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 maybe third grade, second Uh, or third? I think third, second or third. I I think third. Yeah, because we weren't in class yet and I hadn't met you yet. No, we hadn't met yet. No, but... We met in fourth grade. Right. But you remember, I'm sure, because they did it in my class. I'm sure they did it in yours. They pulled that big I watched it on TV. Exactly. They pulled that big On that metal cart. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And they put on the fucking... the, the, The Challenger. And we're all watching it go up. And then all of a sudden it explodes. And all the... My teacher, particularly, she ran up to the television and turned it off right away. I don't know what your teacher Uh, did. She was in shock. I remember watching pieces fall. Right. For minutes. Yeah. Minutes on end, just thinking, did they die? Are they okay? Yeah, no, what they happened? were not okay. Yeah. No, no, they were not okay. Well, 
if you believe they, they died. <laughs> Conventional wisdom. Yeah, yes, of course. When, you know, thousands of tons of rocket fuel that has been ignited uh, goes all willy-nilly underneath your seat, you're probably not going to be okay. You know what? They actually were talking about that not too long ago, um, and they actually said they concluded, and I don't know how true this is, but I, I read this somewhere where they concluded, concluded that they didn't die in the actual explosion. They died coming back down to Earth. Oh. So, so imagine that. So you didn't Survive even die. the explosion only. I'd yeah. rather I'd rather die in the explosion. Exactly. Now you're just prolonging all this, you know, the death that you know is going to be inevitable at this point. Oh, you know? just the yeah. thought of falling like that. Ugh. Again, talking about dreams about falling. So, you know, again, ugh, yeah. That, listen, that's a very interesting subject. We, I think, we should definitely dedicate another podcast to that because I really do I think. think so. Yeah, I really do think that. Um, that has a lot to be uh, investigated in that actual uh, topic. But um, so that's a great suggestion, Jay, for this week for what to watch. I want to recommend a couple things uh, this week as well. Okay. If you can, uh, there's this show uh, called Unexplained with William Shatner. I'm not sure okay. if you know about it. But, good old uh, Bill Shatner. Good, good old Bill Shatner. And um, it's C. Kirk. Yeah, exactly. Um, he has this show called Unexplained, and he really gets into a lot of these same topics that we get into here at Dark Fringe Radio. I mean, he gets into, you know, psychics and, uh, uh, you know, predicting the future. And um, I saw a couple of great uh, episodes already for uh, the second season. Really good stuff, Jay. So if you're really into all that, check out Unexplained with William Shatner. Really good show. Um, and another one that I wanted to recommend for the horror side for this, uh, you know, for this Halloween season is BBC's Dracula. Now, BBC, BBC yeah, actually BBC. Can you believe that? Yeah, BBC did this uh, series on Dracula. It was, uh, I think, a three or four part series. Okay. The guy who plays it is unbelievable. He is a very, very believable Dracula. Um, <laughs> uh, Van Helsing is a woman, which is awesome. And she's this badass nun. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she's like Good a foul mouth, badass nun. So it's really cool. They kind of change up the story a little bit. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend that. And of course, uh, Haunting on Hill House over there on Netflix. Um, and then I guess the new one just came out, Haunting of Blind Manor. So yeah, definitely check that out. Um, where did it originate? So, oh, Emily had a question about where it originated. It, well, Emily, you know, the Black Hat Man originated, you know, hundreds of years ago. Uh, you know, we kind of alluded to that earlier. The origin of the actual story of the Black Hat Man um, actually started with actually Jack the Ripper back in that time where it got more and more popular and famous um, because Jack the Ripper actually was known to have a tall black hat when he had, you know, attacked his victims. But um, that's where the story kind of got more famous, but it happened hundreds of years before that as well. Um, People had accounts all throughout the world of uh, some demon in a hat. Um, And I mean, we're talking about from Japan to England to Russia, all across the world, you're getting the same account, of this, you know, man in a black hat. And again, it originated hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So they really can't find like the origin of where it really started, but where it really took off is around that time with Jack the Ripper in London during that time. And so of course, you know, you know, that legend grew very, very big and still continues to be a a pretty big subject to this day. So um, hello, Sarah. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Yes. A badass nun. Exactly. Um, so 
Yeah. So yeah, that's our recommendation for what to watch. Again, wanted to remind everybody uh, again how you could uh, follow us on um, our podcast and what we're doing. You can go to our website, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Make sure you go there. Uh, check out all our uh, episodes that we have there as well. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dark Fringe Radio. Make sure you go do that. And make sure you follow um, our friends pages, of course, Frickin' Frack Paranormal, What the F uh, Live uh, podcast. Make sure you go there as well. Um, and uh, check out all of El- Emily's stuff there as well. I wanted to thank um, Nina as well for joining us here tonight. Um, when you had your experience with the Black Hat Man, did you feel drained afterwards? Um, I guess, Nina, for me, I did because I, I basically fell asleep right after that. I, I remember being so terrified that it, I did feel drained. Like I had nothing left. Yeah. And next thing I know, I was like soundly asleep. But I remember waking up the next morning, remembering vividly what happened. You know, there was no doubt in my mind. I, you know, I experienced what I experienced. So, um, you know, great question. Thank you for asking that, Nina. Um, yeah, but if you guys ever had any kind of experiences with the Black Hat Man, let us know. I would love to, you know, talk with you and, you know, talk about your experience, what you felt, you know, what, what was the circumstances um, again, everybody starts to feel this type of phenomenon when they're falling asleep or they're already falling, falling asleep. So again, that's how, you know, the, the scientific community is able to justify saying that it's our mind playing tricks on us. Uh, because I mean, have- and there might be times where it is just the mind playing tricks on us, but, but there are times where it could be more than that too. Why can't they both be right? Why is it A or B? Exactly. And then why are so many people having the same experience? You know what I mean? It's not like just some people here, some people there. We're talking about all across the world for hundreds of years now. So, you know, again, it's a, it's a very interesting, you know, topic. And you see it just constantly being ripped off in, in horror all the time. Um, I think what the Baba Duke, that movie, the Baba Duke, I'm not sure if you've seen that, that had a black hat character in it. Um, another horror movie, the Bye Bye Man, had a guy with a yep. black hat in it. So, I mean, again, it's the continual thing. It's, the, it's almost like a blueprint of horror, you know what I mean, when you're talking about um, the, uh, the antagonist. Well, the again, it, it hits you when you're at your most vulnerable. It hits exactly. you when you're asleep. I mean, that's yeah. everything. If you look at the way most people's houses are set up and the reason why we sleep on certain parts of the bed, it all has to do with the fear of being intruded on when we're asleep. And it's just like the most deepest of most, human natural feeling and it just Mm -hmm. so those things that no matter who you are that's when you feel like you're you're least capable to defend yourself and that's when it seems like this particular person likes to visit yeah he doesn't have to visit me tonight thank you very much (laughs) have you ever had a dream jay where you were like vulnerable like you felt like you can't you couldn't do something or defend yourself yeah oh yeah i've had that i've had where i couldn't swing my arms when i wanted to punch and i couldn't punch yeah have you had yeah, that one? Are all, yep. Oh, yep. it's the all, worst all one in the world. As I can, and, it's oh, nothing. and I can't do anything. And I can't like, my nope. arms are just still. And I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. move your arms, punch this guy. And your arms yeah. are just sitting there just nothing. solid and not nothing. nothing. They won't move for nothing. Yeah. Just I'll have that. Or I'll have, we're like, I'm trying to run, <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another one too. <laughs> like a cartoon, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Man, that's so crazy. So crazy. Some crazy shit. Yep. It's crazy well, shit. Well, listen, guys, I think we're going to end it up early tonight. Um, thank you for joining us on 
Dark Fringe Radio. Um, it was a wonderful time. Thanks for uh, participating with us. And I, again, appreciate everyone coming on and uh, giving us uh, your attention. And, of course, um, interacting with us. So we really appreciate it. Again, uh, follow us at darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Um, again, follow us on all our other uh, streaming uh, services as well and uh, platforms as far as social media is concerned. So again, we thank you very much. I'm Will Martinez for Jay Galosi. Have a good night, guys, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, friends. <laughs>